Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. All right, let's go hour number two on a Thursday. Hope you're having a good one. NBA continues to provide all kinds of great entertainment. Uh, Also, keeping an eye on hockey. Toronto woke up last night, won uh, 2-1. Florida was about to sweep them. Florida still up 3-1 there. Edmonton beat Vegas. That's a two-all series there. Tonight, New Jersey and Carolina. 3-1 Carolina. Hurricanes trying to advance. And the Dallas Stars got home ice back. Let's see if they can keep it in Game 6. They can go up 3-2 tonight if they can get a win. That's 8.30 on TNT. All the hockey is TNT tonight. All of the basketball is ESPN. Philly hosts Boston at 6.30. And Denver goes to Phoenix at 9. And that is all ESPN. Uh, So we'll get into the games. We will get into some all-NBA teams. But also... This is not tonight's game, but it does add a little bit. Not that we need it anymore for this series, but we do have a little more to talk about. It's Chad and Zay on a Thursday. I'm Chad Hastings. He is Isaiah Collier. Real quick shout-out to our guy Jeff Howe from Horns247.com. Normally, we talk to him at this time, but he's got a lot going on today. Um, shout-out to his daughter as well. Charlotte graduated. That's not maybe the word, but that's what they say. She graduated from preschool to kindergarten. Oh, that's big Come time. on now. Come on now. Come on now. Because if you haven't seen the kids that age in the caps and gowns, that may be the cutest thing on earth. So congrats to Charlotte. And uh, nice job there, Jeff Howe, being the girl dad and getting that done today. Plus, he had some Horns 24-7 uh, stuff to deal with. So check out Horns247.com. Uh, check out all their podcasts, including the Longhorn Blitz podcast. We've got the replay for you on air tonight at 7 right here on The Horn. Yeah, you know, Jeff Howe being the former offensive lineman that he was. He was tough. He was an all-district offensive lineman. Heck yeah. But when it comes to his daughter, you know he's just a big, soft teddy bear. Heck yeah. (laughs) I know that one personally. It is a powerful, powerful thing, that girl dad stuff. Yeah. You see the toughest guys in the world. They have that daughter and everything goes out the window. Like, Mm. what? You played in the NFL for 15 years? Right. You ain't like this, but, man, that's the baby yeah, girl. No doubt. Yeah. I wasn't even super tough to start with, and you saw what I wore to Harry Styles. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll girl dad it all, all all day long, man. All right, so um, we will get started with some basketball. There's a lot of different angles here, but, Zay, let's get to the drama angle, the soap opera angle, because nobody does it like the NBA. Tomorrow night will be game six. Lakers trying to close the door, and not that he needs it, but LeBron may have a little bit of an extra chip on the shoulder by tomorrow night. Yeah, uh, we briefly talked about Steve Kerr. Well, we definitely talked about in the first segment, Steve Kerr throwing out there that the Lakers are doing a lot of flopping, which results 
the Warriors getting called for a ton of offensive screens. So LeBron, he made a statement saying, we don't work on flopping. We're just not a team that goes out there and looking for flopping opportunities. It's just not us. It's never been. There's actually never been any teams that I've played on in 20 years where we've been a flopping team. (laughs) And Uh with that statement, Jermichael Green... From the Warriors, yeah, he put it on his Instagram story with a blue baseball cap emoji. And for you old heads out there, the slang for cap means you're lying. Okay. So, that, for example. That blue cap means. Yeah, blue cap means you're lying. You're lying. For example, man, ain't no way Will Chamberlain banged 50,000 women back in the day. That's cap. That's, Big cap. Okay. All right. Something like that. Something now, you don't believe in. Something that's false, fabricated. A lie, you say he capping or that's cap. Gotcha. So the capping emoji means Jermichael Green thinks LeBron is lying. Quick OCD question to help me and all the old people: Does it have to be a blue cap? Can it be any cap? What's the origin of the cap itself? It, it could be any cap. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I'm just checking. <laughs> I'm just that, that, what a question. That's not the dumbest what? question ever, is it? Are we talking about the picture? Yeah, I'm looking at this picture. Yeah. I see a blue cap. Yeah, it, that's just the like emoji. Okay. From I well, you don't have an iPhone, so you're a little so every, out the loop. There's no reason to make me extra old you know. in this discussion. So is the cap normally blue when you see people getting the cap treatment? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, um, yeah. You just be, want to see any – as can long be as yellow. the cap was there, okay. you know what he's talking about. Fair you know enough. what he's okay. saying. Oh, LeBron lying, which I've watched LeBron these 20 years. He's flopped a tad. A okay. tad a lot, actually. Okay, but this idea of it, – it, it's just a little far to go to me on both sides. One – now, now, for Steve Kerr to talk about wanting the NBA to take a look at it and for him to bring up soccer, that's, that's, a, that's a bridge too far. Stop. Stop, stop, stop. Did he say soccer for real? He made an F he made a FIBA reference. Woo! Which you can't which mm. you can't deal with. Um now, like well, he, Steve, you play with Manu. Sorry, you know he, that, right? He made a FIBA reference. I don't know if he made if he went to FIFA, but uh yeah. Uh well he's talking about FIBA, the international basketball. Okay. I don't think he actually went as far as that, but it felt like he was pushing towards something like soccer. We don't want to go that far. All right. But the other thing is you know, with LeBron saying we, you know, we're we're not a team that works on flop. I don't think anybody's accusing anybody of in practice working on it. All right, guys, let's go to the flop drill. I don't think that's happening. So, but I would, I probably would warn a guy like now, Jermichael Green. What was it? A couple games ago, he had an all right game. He had a really good game too. Okay, the game that they won. Of all the Warriors that would do something in social media that might fire LeBron up, focus LeBron in, whatever, a la what Brooks did in that last series, should it be green? This, I, this green. If I'm Steph, Clay, Draymond, I'm salty that he did this because he's not playing at this point. Like, they're not playing him very much because now they're going with GP2. So after he got embarrassed in Game 3, Steve Kerr went a different route, mm-hmm. and we've seen in Game 4, 5, probably six and seven, Gary Payton the second got inserted into the lineup. So for him to say this on the bench to arguably the greatest of all time, I don't care if he's in year 20, gimp ankle or not. I don't care where Anthony Davis is. You got no right, bruh. You got no right saying this stuff. And if LeBron goes crazy and they lose, everybody's going to look at this. Yeah, he got – I mean, he. he this is the guy that just – 
put the cap emoji on LeBron. Do you know what emoji he got last time? It's not even an emoji. It's actually an acronym. DNP. <laughs> he didn't play? DNP. I pulled up the box just to check it. Last night, he did not play. Coach's decision. Come on, That's dude. So weak. That's so weak. What are we doing? Uh, I... You better hope that you know LeBron saw it. You know he's seen you it. know he did. You know he's seen it. Of course he saw that. And if Anthony Davis is ready to go and they're in LA and they get Anthony Davis going early and they get some uh, contributions from those other guys, uh, it was already going to be a fantastic game to watch. Now we'll just see how this thing uh, you know adds an ingredient. Uh, but tonight we'll get to those two matchups. Zay, you want to get to these All NBA teams? They were announced yesterday. Yeah, I do. Let's get it. So we got one. We got a first, second, and third team in the All NBA teams. We'll work our way from the bottom. LeBron makes history. He has made 19 All-NBA teams in a row at some level. It's incredible. (laughs) That's nuts. It's absolutely incredible. And a lot of people say he probably didn't deserve to make it, which that's a fair argument. He only played 50-something games this year. They made a new law next season that you have to play a minimum 65 games to make any of these lists Okay, and to get awards. What is it now? 50? 50 maybe. Okay. I don't know. Yeah. But he played 50-something, but he had 29 points, 8 rebounds, 6 assists. In year 20, that's ridiculous. And at his age, like all throughout this season, they had those stats about his average, those three stats, points, rebounds, assists, were like the best he's ever had in his career at some points. Yeah. To, to do it at this age, it's crazy. Yeah. And right now... He's not 100%. He is dealing with that ankle injury that he hurt versus the Mavs right after the All-Star break when mm-hmm. they got all their players and they were trying to get, you know, make that playoff push cuz people forget they were they started 10 and or excuse me, 2 and 10 to start the season. Right. They were horrible. They were bad. The fact that they're here is very impressive and shows Darwin Ham he's doing a pretty good job, but yeah man, year night, year 20, 19 times, the next most is 15. <laughs> So I want to yeah. say that's Kareem. Uh, I mean, maybe right. Yeah. As far as the consecutive, yeah, consecutive. Yeah. I mean, it's one of the greatest, man. One yeah. of the greatest. Didn't make an All NBA team his very first year, but then uh, everything after that. So it's LeBron, Sabonis, uh, De'Aaron Fox, Damian Lillard, and Julius Randle as the third team. Got any issues there? Um, no, no. That sounds right. That's we good. Saw good. I'm glad. I'm. I'm. I'm kind of happy for Randle there. Did Did you think he deserved that? For the year he had? Um, I think Jalen Brunson was their best player, so I would have taken him out of there. If anybody could have got pulled, I would have pulled Julius Randle, and I don't know who I would have replaced them with, maybe Devin Booker, because they do it by positions. So you have to have two forwards, one center, and two guards, which I hate. Mm, Right. It's so stupid. Just do the top 15 players for first and second team. Like, let's not – it's ridiculous that Joel Embiid was on two second teams last year mm-hmm. because Nikola Jokic made it because he's the only center. That's Zay, so stupid. Zay, they do that for us. We can only understand two guards, two forwards, and a center. <laughs> Don't just try to give us a, a regular list. Like It's kind of like what we talked about with the uh, MLB All-Star game. There's just some of these rules that make absolutely no sense right. that they just ride with. I just, just, okay, they just yeah. settle with him like, oh, I guess it's cool, whatever. Yeah, I still love that I'm 48, about to be 49 this year, and baseball still thinks a member of every team deserves to be in the All-Star game. That's one of the weirdest things they've ever done. And nobody ever, nobody cares, nobody worries about it. Like, yeah. 
You have to be an all-star? Like That makes no sense. Uh, every team. Um, yeah, and Randall last night, by the way, 24 points uh, and huge 4 out of 7 from 3-point. I thought he was big. When he's in Madison Square Garden and shooting well and in a rhythm, it, it, can, be, it can look really impressive. It, the problem is when he gets to South Beach, it's going to look totally different. Yeah. He looks totally different when he gets somewhere else. Yeah, Bam Adebayo and Kevin Love giving them fits. Yeah. And last night he finally got going because you know people forget about Kevin Love. Kevin Love is physical down low. He will wear you down, like elbows to the side and stuff. He's not yeah. dirty. He's just an old school type of player that's been around for a long time. He is physical. And when you're getting down and dirty with him and the paint and stuff like that, Julius Randle don't want to do that. You want to get outside and shoot threes and playmaking stuff. And then you got to deal with Bam out of bio. Yeah, I can see why he's struggling in the series a little bit. Yeah, Love wasn't able to give him much last night, and uh, Randall did have a good game. So uh, that series obviously continues. So second team, all NBA. Steph would lead the way in terms of big names. Uh, you got Donovan Mitchell on the second team. Jokic is second team. Jimmy Butler is second team. And Jalen Brown is second team. Zay, did you see what Jalen Brown gets because he's second team? Get paid. Holy hell. He can go from he will he was eligible for a four year hundred and eighty nine million dollar contract if he didn't get named all all NBA. Because he did get named all NBA on one of the teams, he can now get a five year two hundred and ninety five million dollar max contract this summer, and if he signs it, he's the highest paid player in the league. Wow. That's for being named on one of these teams. So you can say it doesn't matter sometimes, but in these cases, they are focused on that, and I would be too. Yeah, and think about like him not missing many games for that fracture in his face, and that yeah. could have probably set him back. And he was like, "No, just give me a mask. Give me in. I'm, I'm gonna get paid. That's it. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna get paid. Trust me. Do you want the mask to be clear or black? I don't care. Yeah, I don't care. Give me give one. Give me the mask that works. Let me keep playing in these games. And yeah, man, he's tough. He's one of the best two-way players in the league. That's why watching this series with the Sixers, it's very interesting that the Sixers have kind of figured out how to exploit them and just go at guys like Malcolm Brogdon and Derek White, as good as defenders that they are. It's tough to play against James Harden, who's playing that slow, methodical pace, going off pick and roll, and then going to Tyrese Maxey, who's going at you 100 miles per hour. And obviously they're struggling with it. But yeah, Jalen Brown, I love his game. I've always loved this game. I always thought it was weird because he was a McDonald's All-American, top five player in the nation coming out of Atlanta, Georgia, and he chose Cal Berkeley. Not really a destination for high-level NBA talent if you're trying to get to the league. Like, to go to Cal Berkeley, he's a very smart guy. If you heard Mm -hmm. him talk, very smart, very articulate and stuff. So that makes sense. But, yeah, he he just thinks different. He operates different. His game is different. He's still smooth, but he has a certain smooth awkwardness to it that get a lot of people off guard. He's going to have to have a huge one tonight if they want to go back to Beantown and Force a game seven. Somebody texted us, oh, it matters. Just ask John Moran about the $40 million he lost. He's on the other side. He had a he had a bonus ready to go of about $39 million, and he didn't get it because he didn't get named to these teams. Because he was thugging. He was out here thugging in these streets, wilding. Yeah. Like, relax. Just go do what you do in the commercial. Jim, home. Tuesday, Jim home, getting up reps. He didn't do that. He had all the controversy. He had all the issues. He missed the games. He got suspended and stuff like that. And, yeah, if you know that, okay, I make 
an all-NBA team. I'm going to get this bread. That should be motivation for you to not act the fool. Yeah, you'd think. Right? You would think. You would think. Um, yeah, so he doesn't get the money. Jalen Brown is now in line to get the money, and so is his teammate. The NBA all-first team is Embiid, Tatum, Giannis, Luka, and SGA, Shea Gilgis-Alexander. Jason Tatum now is eligible for a five-year, $318 million max in 24. So after this next season, so if the Celtics want both of them, wow, they're going to have to pay a ton of money in luxury tax and all of that. Congrats to Tatum and Jalen Brown for that. And also congrats to Gilgis-Alexander. I thought that was cool that he ended up first team. Yeah, him and Luka... Their first team caliber, but when you don't make the playoffs, I don't think you deserve first team. Mm. There should be a rule. If your team doesn't make the playoffs, you don't deserve first team because how big of an impact are you? For Shea, he's a little, I'm a little bit more lenient for him than Luka because Luka, you had Kyrie Irving and y'all got worse. Shea, they were the second pick in the draft in 2022, Check Holmgren, and he didn't even play this year. He got hurt. Right. So they basically had the same team from last year. They drafted well. They got both Williams uh, guys. But still, Shea, to do what he did and almost get there, at least they were in the play-in. Luka, he wasn't even in the play-in. So I don't understand that. I would like to put Luka, even though he dropped 32 points a game, eight rebounds, eight assists. Those are first-team numbers, but I would have given it to Donovan Mitchell, whose team got fourth seed in the Eastern Conference while Donovan Mitchell just got to that team. So he's trying to get acclimated and stuff, and he definitely did that average in 28 points a game this year. So, yeah, there are a couple of snubs. There are a couple of guys that maybe weren't as deserving, but at the end of the day, the NBA, they got to about 85% right. All right, well, that's good. That's a pretty good uh, pretty good percentage. Uh, speaking of that first team, Zay, two of the guys are obviously involved tonight, Embiid and Tatum, I just mentioned. So Boston at Philly tonight. Philadelphia is going to ring that bell. Are they going to finish this series at home tonight? What do you think? I hope not. Not because I'm a Philly <laughs> hater, just because I love Game 7. You want your 7. You know, there's no two words greater than Game 7. Uh-huh. I don't know who said that, but they were right. And, yeah, man, just... Doc Rivers making those adjustments, getting Embiid into those short jump shot situations, those mid-range situations where he doesn't have to, you know, run into Al Horford or Robert Williams. And if he's knocking that jumper down, he's tough to guard because now once he hits a couple of those jumpers, you close out a little bit more, then Embiid gets to show why he's the MVP and show that nice handle of his and get to the rack and be that versatile center that we know Mm -hmm. and love. But... You gotta have Brogdon come through. You gotta have Marcus Smart. Al Horford can't go 0 for seven. You can't. No, no, that was terrible. You can't do that. Yeah. And if he's if you see that Joe Mazzulla, get him out the game. Like Grant Williams needs to play way more because Grant Williams can guard Embiid a little bit. And when Al Horford's just missing, he doesn't give you nothing really. I mean, his defense is all right, but. I'd rather have Grant Williams in there when Al isn't working, and obviously Robert Williams too. But yeah, you Malcolm Brogdon, Derek White, you know Jason Tatum clearly, Jalen Brown clearly, all of them have to be big tonight, and they got to slow down Tyrese Maxey and Joel Embiid. Yeah, I was just about to ask you about Maxey. Everybody talks about those other two guys, but we hit Maxey yesterday. If you're Boston, you're back in Philly for this one. They're trying to close it at home. Maxey is at. How do you stop him? What do you do? I put Jalen Brown on him. Okay. I punch just give him some length. You know, they so put, you're going to ask Tatum to do some extra scoring on the offensive end, and you're going to ask Brown to do a little more defensively. Yeah, 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 just just a little bit, not a lot, but 
when he gets going full speed and they throw it to him on an outlet pass and he gets running, he's so tough to oh, stop. It's freaky, dude. Because he'll just pull up on the dime. And he'll have that same form running full speed on, you know, transition threes that he does on catch and shoot, which well, that's one of the hardest things to do, to have that type of discipline, to shoot that same shot every time, whether he's off balance going to the left, to the right. It's still that smooth form. And, yeah, I if he doesn't lack confidence, that's for sure. No. He's going to hoist them up. Yeah. And this season, Doc kind of flirted with him being a starter and him being coming off the bench. He didn't really know – where he could put them because you want the ball in James Harden's hands so much, you know, it kind of takes away from what James could do when he gets cooking. But they figured it out. I'm good with James Harden getting around 18 and 10 and Maxie going around 25. I like that. Yeah, he gave him 30 in that last game. Yeah. In Boston. Yeah, and they're terrified that James Harden is capable of getting 40 because he's done it twice, and they won both games. Right. Yeah. So who do you focus on? If you're Joe Missoula and you're writing on the drawing board for the scouting report, what's the focus? I don't know where you start. You have yeah. this obvious Joel Embiid, but he's not 100%. It's the former MVP, so that makes sense. But do you go with a guy that in, only in NBA history is a three-time score champ and a two-time assist leader, and now you got to worry about Maxi? I, <laughs> I, I think, yeah, I think it's it, tough. I think he starts where you ultimately started, which is of those guys, you can't let Embiid just absolutely wear you out. Because those are going to be shorter shots, it's going to be higher percentage stuff, and then he can get others involved off of it. If you have to pick one of those poisons, it's got to be an outside kind of poison. And in the end, you may have to say, you know what, James, if you can hit those kind of shots over and over and over again from out there, we may have to let we may have to deal with it. We may have to just eat that part of it. But I'd start with Embiid. Yeah. Make sure Embiid doesn't doesn't hurt you. All right, before we hit the break, give me a thought on this Western Conference game. Denver on the road trying to finish Durant and the group at Durant's place. No Chris Paul, right, for game six, for sure? Yeah. I believe I heard he is out. Out. So, does Denver finish this tonight? I know you hope they don't, but do you think they finish it? They got a good shot, man. They got a good shot. Kind of the same with the Philadelphia 76ers and the Celtics. Like, who do you focus on? Because Nikola Jokic is going to get his regardless. No matter if you double-team him, triple-team him, he's going to get his in some sort of fashion, whether that's 40 points or 30 and 15. See, this one feels slightly different to me, where this one I would say you can't let Murray go crazy. Because Murray's crazy is is a lot a little more varied to me than James Harden's crazy. Right. If if Murray gets going, you could end up he could end up with forty eight from everywhere. Yeah, but Aaron Gordon could have been an all star this year. He was snubbed. Michael Porter Jr. has one of the purest jumpers in the association. He had five huge threes last game, and he did not play well in those three and four games in Phoenix. And you're right, Murray, when he gets going, it's a scary type of get going if you're a, a Phoenix Suns fan. But, yeah, like we've seen throughout the second round with the Suns and the Nuggets, in order for the Suns to win, Book and KD, they have to have over 35 points. That's what I said. They got to combine wow. for 70 you or more. 35 plus yeah. for both. That's yeah. all. That's what they have to do. Book has to go for maybe 40. You're KD prob- has to go for over 35. You're probably right. That's a lot. And that's a big reason why I don't think they could, might not be able to get it done tonight. I'm praying for a Game 7, but if I were to choose who's not going to force a Game 7 tonight, I would say it's the Suns. Yep. And I hate that because, I, I man, Chris Paul feels so bad for him. One of the greatest point guards of all time. And this was the 
best chance they had. I mean, 2021 when they went to the finals, but you're going up against Giannis in his prime and Drew Holiday and Chris Middleton when he wasn't washed. Now you got Kevin Durant, Booker's playing on a superstar level, and he gets hurt mm. again. Yeah. And people are talking, which is very valid, are they better without CP3? Because right. they've been playing better without him because they're playing a lot faster pace. And he slows them down. And he doesn't give them the defensive IQ that he used to do because he just has too many miles on his body. So I, I feel really bad for Chris Paul. If they lose tonight, then that front office has some serious questions about what they're going to do with him going into year 19. It's going to be fun to watch Durant and Booker tonight and just see how much they uh, they will have to produce and see what they're, uh, what they're ready to do. Denver on the road trying to finish. Philly at home trying to finish. Everything is ESPN tonight in the NBA. Coming up, more of your text rolling in on the Specs text line 337-3776. Plus, let's talk NIL and college hoops. The center at Kansas said what about NIL? Oh, if you missed this one, it's a great quote, and it's scary too. We'll give it to you next on The Horn. Oh, yeah. Chad and Zay. All right, rolling through a Thursday. Man, there are two very different ideas in my head right now. I'm going to go with the first thing I thought. Weezer. From half court! Yeah, okay. Whew! The first thing. Nice. That was the first thing. It had a little, a little bit of that Red Hot Chili Pepper vibe to it. Definitely. Definitely. But I also, I know that uh, my man from Weezer, he is a talented dude. He can sound like a lot of things. I don't think he gets enough credit for the varied quality of his voice. Weezer, what's it called? Oh, wait. Say it ain't so. There it is. I, I, I knew it as you were saying it now. Say it ain't so. Weezer, Spiral Staircase, and Taylor Dane. Weezer's going to play Coda later this year. My man Rick hits me up last night, and he says, hey, you want to go see Weezer? I'm like, I don't know. Yo, after this? What are tickets? And he goes, well, I think I got a deal. I can get them for like 25 Oh, I said, yeah. I said, 25 Yeah. I might need to go see Weezer. So I think we're going to go check out Weezer later in the year. That's a talented band. Uh, just a cool, like, garagey, Midwestern-y feel rock band. And uh, I love love the lead singer. So I've never seen them live, so I'll go check it out. Yeah, they always rock, like, bowling shirts and stuff. Yeah, they're very, like, it's that nerdy, kind of nerdy, right. white garage rock. <laughs> Educated rock is what it feels like to me. Guys, that you're probably way smarter than you are. Yeah. Kind of rock. I dig it. Yeah. Uh, we just got some good sound to them. And I've heard it's a great live show. So they are coming to Coda later on if you want to check them out. I think Weezer is sometime in June if you want to check your Where calendars. Where are they from? Weezer. The Cali guys, right? Is They may be from out there. They feel Midwestern to me. but you may be, really? You may be right. Let's look up Weezer real quick. The rock band. You're right, L.A. Yeah. Yeah, 1992, forming out there in California. Yeah, they're a California band to me that feels like they should be from Michigan. 
That's just the vibe I get from them sometimes. All right, so a lot of good music, as always, on the show today. A lot of good basketball talk, football talk, because it is NFL schedule day. Cowboys fans, Niners-Cowboys, we know that's October 8th. There's talk that the Cowboys and Washington will be Thanksgiving. I don't think that one has been officially announced yet, but we're hearing a rumor out of Washington. Some of the commanders folks that cover them are saying that that's going to be Thanksgiving, so that may be the case. San Francisco and Philly will play in December. Kansas City-Detroit is your Thursday night opener, and the Jets and Buffalo first Monday night game. And shout-out to one of our listeners who reminded us that is 9-11. So the fact that it will be those two New York teams does probably make uh, make sense there as they will uh, be paying tribute to uh, to 9-11 on that Monday night. And so we'll see if that's the only game we end up with on that Monday. Tonight at 7 is when the full schedule comes out. You can check where your team's going to be. You can go think about your tickets and hotels and stuff like that if you're going to go check out an NFL game. Uh, Longhorn Blitz podcast tonight at 7 for you Longhorn football freaks and in Sincerious at 8 o'clock tonight. Also, remember, if you head over to hornfm.com, you can find the page. You can find the link to The Big Lift with Mark Henry, benefiting the USA Weightlifting Foundation. We're going to talk to Mark at 2 o'clock. Hopefully, he'll be able to get in studio with us. He had a dentist appointment earlier today, so hopefully that goes well. And he'll be able to get here by 2, and uh, they're doing a really cool event at the Hotel Van Zant. Coming next Friday, Friday, May 19th. Go to hornfm.com for more details. We'll talk to Mark in the 2 o'clock hour. All right, let's get into this crazy NIL comment. Uh, I thought it might fit in flex today because the the guys at the high school level, they're ultimately headed to this level. Wait till you hear this quote. Here we go. Flex ATX for the best high school sports coverage. Listen to the horn and go to flxatx.com. Flex 30 is brought to you by Brain Vault. Brain Vault is a revolutionary and patented mouth guard that has been proven to help reduce the risk of concussion. Visit brainvault.com and join the movement. All right, Zay, this will lead us back around to the Longhorn stories about Holland and Johnson and the fact that these big five stars ultimately, um, I guess, left Texas at the altar or whatever you want to say. But ultimately, they went for different opportunities and, um, you know, maybe not specifically for NIL in each case, but really does speak to the landscape out there. You may have recently heard that Kansas not only ends up with Arterio Morris, they ended up with a center named Hunter Dickinson. Hunter was at Michigan. And had been at Michigan for what, at least a couple years? Felt like three, right? Maybe it is three. And he'd been—I uh, mean, he'd been a big dog there, been very good for Michigan. So he picks Kansas, and I—he was being asked about on a podcast. He was asked about kind of his situation, why making the choice, and, and all that. By the way, he was AP All American, honorable mention, averaging eighteen, uh, basically nineteen and nine. Uh, as a junior at Michigan. You're right, he was there three years. He says, quote, the people hating on me would leave their job right now for a $10,000 increase. I got at Michigan less than six figures. I got less than six figures at Michigan for the year. End quote for now. Wow. There's some honesty. I mean. So is he telling me? That the difference in Michigan and Kansas is all he needed was the ten grand to get him over a hundred thousand. Is that what I'm? Am I doing that math right? I guess ninety wasn't enough. I <laughs> <laughs> ninety wasn't enough. Can you believe that? This wow. is where we are. 
90 million ain't enough. Like, is his ego that big? Because clearly it, it is. I guess. And he's saying that he's selfish, too. He, so at least yes. he owns up to it. He is admitting his own selfishness. He says, I do still love Michigan. Love everything about it. Love the program. That's why I was so hard to leave, because I really didn't want to leave. I didn't. But I just felt like, man, it was the best decision for me. Took a lot of courage. I don't think people realize how much courage it took. For a guy who was there for three years, an All-American for the team, I did have a legacy there, and I basically gave that up to try to be selfish and do what's best for me in my career. Now, not what's best for anybody else's career. Went on to say, I think it's the best place for me. It checks all the boxes. Worst case scenario, it still works out fine for me at Kansas. Wow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you talk about Ron Holland or Arterio Moore, especially Arterio Moore, it's going up to Kansas, and I bet you he's getting a little bit more coin than he got down here. And you look at Michigan and the University of Texas, very synonymous with each other by being football universities that take pride in their other athletics. Mm-hmm. But football comes first. Football is the king. And it's not even close. Right. It's not even close. Even though we take pride sure. in it, it's it's not D- fo- it's not DKR and it's not the big house. Yeah, yeah. Like those are monumental. Just football in Michigan, football in Texas. It's different. So for Hunter Dickerson, you're not getting paid, and you're not getting the publicity that you're going to get at Kansas because you walk around Ann Arbor, they're looking at the football players. They're looking at McCaffrey and what's the running back's name, Cohen. They're looking at those guys. Uh-huh. Those are the stars. Hunter Dickerson, you ain't that. I don't care if you're an honorable All-American, you're not that. When's football season coming around? The only guys that ever wore that uniform that were that were maybe the Fab Five. Yes. Maybe. That's Yeah, you're saying maybe, too. Maybe. Exactly. <laughs> but it was probably close even then. Yeah, because I want to say Desmond Howard and guys like Charles Woodson, they were there in the 90s, too. Yeah, you're right. Those teams were serious. So, yeah, yeah I— and then when you go to Lawrence, you're the man now. Everybody's looking at you. Nobody's worried about the football team, even though they did well this past season. Nobody cares. It's about winning championships. This is the mecca of college basketball. James Naismith, all that. Wilt Chamberlain, yeah. all of that. And you about to make more money? Then what you did there, right? you can't knock the kid. Fog Allen's name's on the outside, James Naismith's name's on the floor, and Wilt's number's in the rafters. Yeah, and then you can say the same thing about Arterio Morris. Like, I I don't really know what right. to, how to go from there. When you look at Arterio, you're like, okay, but he could have been a player here. He could have got all this, you know, ticking stuff. Arterio wanted to be a point guard. And if Tyrese Hunter comes back, which we should know about that in the next few days or so, according to Coach Terry, yep. you know, talking to the media and stuff, but we see Kendall Weaver, he came in. We got Max Asmus, he came in. So all those guys could run point at different times. Where would Arterio Morris run the point? Which I, he's going to have those same issues at Kansas and even more so with the talent that they got. But still, now you're getting more bread than what you got here. So, like, yeah, it's hard to knock these guys. And I'm glad I salute Hunter Dickerson for admitting it. Yeah, A lot of guys won't say that. Right. That is some honesty right there. And to, and to admit that he's being selfish. In a way, I, I first read that and I thought, does that end up hurting him in the locker room? And I thought, well, the honesty might not. Because he'll look him dead in the face and say, hey, man, 
I'm going to try to be as good a teammate as I can and all that. But, hey, this was – yeah, I'm making a decision about me like I'm hoping you made the decision about you. Yeah, how, what you going to say to him? Like, y'all chose Kansas for a reason. Right. Y'all didn't choose this place because Lawrence is a fun town to be in. You right. kidding me? Like, that's not why you chose to come here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You came uh, here to hoop at the highest level and play for arguably the best coach in college basketball currently and hopefully win a national championship and do something special. Yeah, man. Keep your eyes on that team and for next paid. season. And get and paid. Get paid. Uh, no doubt about it. Thought that might fit into the flex segment today because obviously we got a lot of uh, a lot of folks we talk about you know in our area, flex athletes and everything, but we had talked about Holland and Johnson and those the big time five stars and NIL a big part of the discussion obviously as you transition from high school to college and in this case transitioning from one college to another because that second college may have a little bit more money uh, so keep your eyes out there for Hunter Dickinson also check out uh, flexatx.com or at flxatx on your socials for last night's Wednesday night flex show they had Braden Buchanan on from Vandegrift they had the head coach of the Georgetown baseball team that's trying to go back to back state champs and uh, congrats not congrats best of luck to all the baseball teams that are into the next round that Westland Lake round rock matchup I'm told is one round away one round away if each one of them can get by this week it'll be Westlake and round rock next week but first things first they both have to win two out of three best of luck to those teams uh, I believe uh, let's see that Georgetown team that I mentioned they're still involved I think McCallum is still in it and there's some others so shout out to all those baseball teams that are still in the playoffs and they get started tonight hopefully the rain will allow them to finish their two out of threes it must be a weird feeling because school's almost out and I feel like a lot of these games that go to the state championship and stuff, school's done. Yep. So these guys are like graduated but still playing. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. interesting to me. I yeah, mean, yeah. we I know we see it at the college level, guys graduate and stuff like that, and they end up playing for an extra year and so. But on the high school level, knowing that, hey, I've graduated, but I'm still with my guys. I'm still with my friends. We have a chance to make history. I think that's always pretty cool. That's what you want at the high school and college level. You want to get past that end of school, graduation, and then how long can we go? Right. Can we go to the very end? If you're in college, you want to go all the way into June, and in this case, you're right. You want to get into uh, continue into May, and I guess they go almost to June with the uh, with the championships there. All right. Uh, coming up at 2.05, we're going to talk to the great Mark Henry from AEW and uh, USA Weightlifting. Lifting Foundation. We'll talk about his event next week, the uh, AEW event that's coming to town on the 17th as well. I will try not to fanboy uh, on too much pro wrestling, but come on, it's Mark Henry coming in studio. I mean, what are you going to do? Uh, up next, where are we at in society? We'll see what Zay wants to talk about. There's a lot out there on a Thursday. Yeah. The NBA, I got a lot of letters in my head right now. The NBA is all on ESPN tonight, and the uh, hockey and NHL, that's all on TNT. There's so much going on. Dallas Stars tonight at 8.30. So we're talking about a lot of it today. Jump in on the Specs text line if you want. 337-3776. This is The Horn. Chad and Zay. Oh, there you go. Come on now. This one takes you back. All the way back to the 80s. Uh, Hungry Like the Wolf, Duran Duran? Yeah, that right? that's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, another band that's out on tour this year. That's a good show. If you like Duran Duran, 
Good show. I checked that out a few years ago. They're coming back with Nile Rodgers and Sheik opening up. That's a great show from start to finish. If that is your thing, Duran Duran was even better than I thought they would be live. Duran Duran, Weezer, Spiral Staircase, and Taylor Dane have all been on the show today. Tomorrow in our album swap discussion, we'll go 105 tomorrow and uh, move it to Friday. Uh, We'll talk A Tribe Called Quest and Metallica in the album swap. We have one listener that hit us earlier in the week when we we mentioned those two albums, and they said, yeah, those are both great albums. So uh, we have now... Each listen to the album we had not heard, and we'll talk about those tomorrow. Uh, Mark Henry coming up at 2.05. Again, go to hornfm.com for the very latest. You can do you can go there to check out the East uh, the uh, AEW tickets uh, for the event next Wednesday, or you can go to hornfm.com to check out the Big Lift, the event that Mark's uh, a part of next week to raise money for the USA Weightlifting Foundation. They are celebrating weightlifting as a foundation for all sports and there's going to be all kinds of different athletes there. You get the hosted full bar, dining experience, the interact and interaction with Olympians and other celebrated sports figures. So we're going to get Mark, hopefully, to tell us today if there's any names he can reveal so you'll know exactly what you're dealing with in case you're looking for tickets. Okay. There you go. I've heard some good names, but I want to let Mark uh, give those out to you today. Uh, I heard a big-time name in the Olympic world I think everybody will know, big-time name in the wrestling world I think everybody will know, and two names in the Longhorn world that I think everybody's going to be excited about. So that's all coming up at 2.05. Right now, uh, we got a lot of good text rolling in on the Specs text line. I did like this one. Somebody said, when we were talking about the money that Tatum and Brown of the Celtics got for getting on the All-NBA team, but then all that money that Ja Morant lost, they just gave the simple version of, that is the most expensive trip to the strip club ever. $40 million. You can talk about what you lost at the strip club. Now Ja Morant might be able to talk about $40 million he lost at the strip club. Stupid man, now that's rough. Just having the gun in the video, mm, mm, no reason. Mm, that wow. is tough. All right, uh, let's get into where are we at in society. See what Zay wants to talk about today. Where are we at in society today? We got some more NBA drama out there. Nah, we got a two for one, a two for one. Okay, because we have to talk about this story. So let's run through them quick. All right, first, where are we at topic today? Podcaster Josh Neighbors gets fired because. On his show, just like the show that you and I are currently doing, he has his own with other people. He thought it was okay to play Bob Huggins' comments unedited. Whoo! Now, wait a minute. Is this on air or he sounds on, on a podcast? On air. On air enough for him to get fired. So it's not just like his podcast that he's doing right. individually. Because if it's an individual podcast, that might be a different discussion. If it's, no. tr- if it's truly on air on a radio show. He has a show. Yeah, that's not good. Might want to edit that, dude. Yeah, you think? Come on, man. Edit those F-words if you can. Yeah. Then he had the nerve to try to justify it, Chad. He said, I made the conscious decision to play Bob Huggins' comments in its entirety and without censoring and slurs that he used. I did it because I thought it was important to play and get the full context of what he had said. I'm pretty sure we get it without you playing it. I'm pretty sure if we edited out the beeps that y'all hear when I play all these ridiculous things that we play, the beeps, I'm pretty sure the people out there, I know there's some of y'all that are a little slow, don't, you know, y'all know some of y'all are a little slow, but most of them, I'm pretty sure they get it. I always love when someone uses the phrase in context and they're not using it correctly. (laughs) 
It's so bizarre when you're like, I just thought it was important for the context. That's not what context is. That's really not. <laughs> it's not. That's, that's not what it is. Oh, just a bad move. Oh, what yeah. An that's, idiot, that's not good, man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't like people losing their jobs, but that's the last thing that was on my mind. That's Coming right. in here, running the board was yeah. playing it. Yeah, right. If we had even thought about playing it, obviously we would have we would have edited yeah. that. And it and cuz we are now to a time there was probably a time where that word could end up on a sports talk radio show, uh but 2023, not that time. No. You got to realize it. There's a lot of sensitivity out there. There's a lot of um, you know, there's a lot of respect that people are trying to to have about a lot of situations, and despite the fact that that probably still gets thrown around and joked about maybe in a locker room here and there, I wouldn't put it on the radio. So, yeah, yeah. that's not a good move. Bad move, Josh. That's You'll get tough. back on your feet, though, hopefully. We'll that's see. tough. That's I don't tough. Know. All, All right. right. All right, so moving on, topic number two. Now, this is really interesting. Okay. Our favorite women's basketball, college basketball team besides the Texas Longhorns, LSU. Oh, there's such a show. Uh, for obvious reasons, Angel Reese getting that one point something million for the NIL deal for Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition. They just got Haley Van Lift. I mean, we know Flajay Johnson likes to rap. Uh huh. A lot is going on. Yeah. And one of them is in trouble. Okay. Flajay Johnson just mentioned she likes to rap. She is signed with Rock Nation. That's Jay Z's label. Yeah. She is from Georgia. She's supposed to have, you know, different features coming up with Lil Wayne, etc. She's making a name for herself, not just on the basketball court, but in front of the mic. Well, Flage just put out a freestyle where some of the lyrics were very insensitive, to say mm. the least. Mm. This girl thought it was a good idea to use this lyric in this 9-11 Blowing smoke just like the towers. Mm. Oh my gosh. Wow. Now, I see it two different ways here. I see it like the towers or like those towers, but obviously it's basically the same thing there. Yeah. Oh, dude. Now, people don't know a 911 is a Porsche. So she's saying she's in the 911 blowing smoke. I guess that's the chronic. Right, right, right. So in the 911 blowing smoke, but she could have said anything. Now, okay, okay. I'm this is not that I'm trying to defend it here, but is it possible that these two ideas crossed up? That she happens to be talking about a Porsche 911, and she's actually making a reference to like smoke coming out of a factory, no, or something. I mean, is there any chance? Especially, was it, you said it was freestyle. This was literally just top, nah, of, nah, top of head, so or f- uh, back in the day, that's freestyles used to be top of the head. Nowadays, now it's, think, nowadays oh. it's always written, it's always thought out. That's the only thing I could think of that might get her out of it, but otherwise, that's that's a, that's a tough one. So it's very tough. She needs to be better, but people yeah. got to remember she's an 03 baby. She's only 19 years old, so. 9-11 didn't affect her that much. That's an, she interesting, didn't, she that's didn't, an interesting point. She didn't grow up in it like yeah. a lot of us did. Like, I remember where I was in fifth grade that day. Of course. We all do who was a part of it. But for her, not being born till two years later, you know, she doesn't know the war aspect of it, all that. You know, she. I don't think she's educated to where she feels the pain that we all do when we think of that day. Yeah, that's an. That's a, I had not thought of that angle, but I think that's a... 
that's an interesting way to look at it too, because you know if you're if you're not a part of it, to know about it is one thing, but if you weren't around, you know, if you weren't, I mean, I wasn't like I wasn't alive when JFK was assassinated. So people that were think of it differently. Like my parents being the age they were in 1963, it hits them differently when they think about it. If they heard someone joke about it, just that many years later or whatever, what are we, 20, good grief, 22 years away? Is it 22 years, really? I think I did that math, right? Uh Yeah. So 22 years after that, you know, somebody that that was ju- had just been born right after, in say nineteen sixty five or something like that, might be different. I hadn't thought of that part of it in this day and age. Whew, I would suggest uh, Flage might want to work an apology. Just go right in. We're seeing a lot of artists say go back and change lyrics and 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 try to be more sensitive to certain things. This one's pretty simple to me. Yeah, and LSU has apologized. They had to go out and yeah. apologize. So who knows what she will do? And that's easy. That's yeah, a- it's very easy. But somebody on Specs text line is absolutely right. Biggie said it in Juicy back in 1994 about, okay, I don't know which part is, but he says, blowing something like the World Trade, and I think he was referring to the 93. The 93 World Trade World Trade's bombings, but I don't know if he got a lot of heat back then. I was only three years old, so I don't know. But like you said, with where we are now, yeah, that I mean, very different. Yeah, and you could argue there's a. I mean, you could argue that there's an insensitivity there, but if you go back and compare those two events, whew, I don't think. I think it's. I just think it's very. That's different. Yeah, I just think it's different. Um, that's that's pretty wild. Yeah, she's uh, she's somebody that I told you my daughter recognized when they when the, we threw the game on. She's like, "Is that Flage?" Right? Like, huh? And she knew her from the rap, the kids' rap show, whatever yeah, it was. Yeah, 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 rap game, rap game, right? Yeah, when she Jermaine was coming Dupree. up, <laughs> there you go. She watched that show and knew her from that. And I said, yeah, yeah, she's an LSU basketball player. So, yeah, let's hope she finds her way to the other side of that story. That's uh, that's one probably to take out, probably to yeah. take out. Maybe like it, man. Yeah, it's super catchy. I'll give her that. Oh, it's I very, bet it is. It's, it's very I catchy. Bet. I bet it is. But, yo, uh, uh. Now, I've heard some of her work. She's talented. She's talented. But that one might be a little, might be a little tough. Might be a little tough on that one. All right, so uh, we'll see where that story goes. Keep our eyes on it. Coming up next, Mark Henry, uh, hopefully coming in studio with us, talking about the events of for next week, the AEW event and the event benefiting USA Weightlifting Foundation. Stay with us. It's the Horn.